Hey everyone, it's Alex. This week's story is from Hannah. She has a really wonderful family tied to the Star Wars saga. So without further ado, welcome to episode 58 of Lipstick and Lightsabers. Hey, Lipstick and Lightsabers family. This is Hannah. Um, for those of you who follow me on Twitter, I am Beskar underscore Kyber15. Um, and I really wanted to share my Star Wars story with you all, if that's okay. So I got into Star Wars from a really, really early age. Um, I remember when I was about maybe four or five, Uh, my parents plopping me down in front of the TV and giving me a three-box VHS uh, set of episodes four through six. And I just remember being fascinated by the whole thing, be it Chewbacca, be it the lightsabers, just the story enraptured me as a child. Um, And I'm pretty sure I wore the tape out by rewinding it and rewatching constantly. I think my parents meant to use it as a distraction, but I think it backfired pretty hard um, because I just became obsessed even from an early age. It was also really special to me um, because originally my uncle was in the 501st Legion who and was would dress up as a stormtrooper and like go to parades and stuff and I got to like hang out with him when he was in his armor. So watching those movies and seeing him as a stormtrooper in real life was just it was it made such an impression on me as a child. So that was my those are my earliest memories of it. And then um I have three younger siblings, I'm the oldest of four. And as they all kind of grew up and got older, we would introduce Star Wars to them. So I was watching Star Wars maybe every three or four years, and it was just always a constant part of my life. And as like the new movies were coming out and everything else, I remember my parents would go see the movies. And then when they came out on DVD, we would get to watch them because we were still um, too young and they thought it was just better to have like parental supervision or whatever. So I can't fault them for that. I mean, the movies were just always a constant part of my life. And I just remember so much hype, especially around Revenge of the Sith. Um, it was It was just amazing. And then just going off of outside of the movies, my parents were just so encouraging to all of us about um, our Star Wars obsession. Um, I remember that we had these, I don't remember exactly what they were called, but there's these little Hasbro toys where there was a bunch of Star Wars characters and they had like really wide legs and like stuff like that. And I just remember it, all of us just playing with them. Like we would fight over what character we got to be. And we had a, a Millennium Falcon. We could put them all in and just play and just really, that was really what brought us all together. And then one year my parents got us all lightsabers for Christmas, which I think they immediately regretted um, because we all just proceeded to beat the living shit out of each other. Um, in a lightsaber battle and I remember one point my brother had two red lightsabers and we tried gluing them together 
to try to create a Darth Maul lightsaber, um, but that didn't go well when it broke and we almost um, <laughs> beamed the family dog. It was, <laughs> needless to say, my parents threw us outside anytime we uh, pulled out the lightsabers from then on out. So probably around ages 13 to 15 or so, I kind of walked away from Star Wars. It, it wasn't to say like it, like I completely rejected it, but I was kind of at that age where it was like it wasn't cool and I thought it was gonna get made fun of. Like I would still read Star Wars books and stuff that are now in the Legends canon, but like I would hide them and like I really wouldn't talk to anybody about it just because I was already just kind of really insecure and uh, about just kind of everything. Um, but it was still just something I kind of kept hidden and really buried and really wasn't too outspoken about, even though I had a lot of feelings about it and wanted to talk to somebody um, about it. It just really wasn't there. I think what brought me back into the whole Star Wars fandom and really kind of reignited my love for it was The Clone Wars. Um, I remember when it first premiered on Cartoon Network and me and my family were like, what is this? And we all sat down and watched a couple of episodes and we got completely sucked into it. I remember it would show on the, on the Cartoon Network every Friday night and I have very vivid memories of when I was in high school, so probably from about 16 to 18. I remember my family and I driving home from Friday night football games because we were, all of my siblings and I were in the band, so we'd have to be there for football games and stuff like that. And I remember us speeding home as quickly as we could, legally, to catch an episode of The Clone Wars. And my youngest brother at the time was probably around five or six, and he would just have just the worst meltdowns if we weren't able to get home in time to see the opening music and the little fortune cookie at the beginning of every episode. We would still watch the entire episode, but we would have to rewatch it every Saturday morning if we missed it. And sometimes we just rewatch the episode for fun on Saturdays because we could. So that became a really big family ritual for all of us and really brought us closer together. And it was just really fun exploring different sides of Star Wars universe. I remember when Mortis, the Mortis trilogy came out, like me and my family were just like screaming because it was just so mind blowing. And it still is to this day, one of my favorite arcs in the whole Clone Wars trilogy, just because of how completely trippy it was, but how important it became to everything. And fast forwarding to 2015, when The Force Awakens came out, my parents surprised us for Christmas with an IMAX showing of it. And I remember sitting in the theater with my entire family and I saw my youngest brother was crying when the opening credits or when the opening roll came out. And then me and my sister were like physically shaking my other brother because we were just so excited. And at the end of everything, when we all walked out of the theater, and everything. I remember my dad coming up to me and being like, I cried when Han died. And like for my parents, like that was their character. That was their trilogy. So like hearing my dad say that, a guy who just, he's very recalcitrant and just very, very internal. And for him to say that was just like, wow, Star Wars does really span all of these generations and just how how much of it makes up the framework of my family 
Like it was just amazing. And just how it brought us all together year after year. Like we saw uh, The Last Jedi together over Christmas when I would come home. And then we saw The Rise of Skywalker together um, one more time. And it really did um, kind of feel like an end of an era for us. Like me and my siblings have been doing this since 2015 together. And seeing The Rise of Skywalker really did feel like things were ending. And unfortunately, at least in my opinion, it wasn't in a very good way. But thankfully, The Clone Wars came back and it kind of became another ritual where my family and I would individually, just because I live further away from them now, would watch The Clone Wars on Fridays and Saturdays. And then we would call and all of us would like have a phone call and talk to each other about it. And just when it all ended, I just remember calling my family and my youngest brother picked up the phone and he was in tears just going, Hannah, it's over. And it just broke my heart just because of how, like, that was 12 years of our life that we grew up with this. And it was just, it was just a lot for us to process. So going into how do I engage with fandom, I had already talked a little bit about how it was really more of an internal thing for me. Um, and it was really just within my immediate family that I was able to really talk about it and get really excited. Um, so for me, engaging in fandom has really been something I've only recently stepped into, and then especially really only on Twitter. I've really been finding what's kind of been helping me is just um, sharing fan works, be it fan art, fan fiction, stuff like that, and engaging with other users online who have similar interests um, and theories and things like that with online has been incredibly helpful and even those who have different opinions like I think it's been fun to read for me and just kind of learn and expand on what I already know or don't know about uh, Star Wars and it's just been it's just been amazing what I've learned and just all the good and the bad and the ugly that comes with it something else that's also been really helpful for me is listening to podcasts like uh, Lipstick and Lightsabers, um, Sky Talkers, and What the Force, just to name a couple, um, just because I really never had much of a perspective on female fandom, just because I hadn't been engaging with it. Um, and, and just kind of learning the different perspectives, other people's opinions, and how to engage with it in a positive manner. Um, and I also just really love the episodes where um, they all, you all just wax on endlessly about theories and themes. And it, it just, it's so cool just to see the creativity in the fandom, especially on the female side. Um, I don't think any of you get enough credit for what you do, be it your fan fiction, your artwork, and I wish I could share and repost everything, but I might go crazy if I tried hard enough. Um, but yeah, it's been amazing. Star Wars impacting my life. It might sound really corny to say, but it's honestly always been the lens through which I view and understand life. All about like a balance, like Luke, Luke said in The Last Jedi, the light and the dark. How do you reconcile those two parts of you without swinging too far one way or the other. I think that's just the eternal struggle of being human. I think Star Wars gives us a way to see that played out in a fictional world, which is incredibly helpful. But I think talking from a personal perspective, 
The biggest way Star Wars has really impacted me was through The Mandalorian. As new as it is, it just struck such a chord with me, especially regarding um, Cara Dune. So I am five foot two, I'm very short, but I have always been told that I was strong. I was always the workhorse of whatever athletic team I was on. I enjoy working out, I do CrossFit, I just love being physical and being outside, and my job is very physical as well, so being short and small has never been an option for me. So I always kind of felt a little on the outs in terms of like cosplay, because characters like Leia, like Rey, like Padme were all very small, and I just always felt so unworthy to be become them like I had such a negative view of myself and what I could do that I really never felt like confident enough or able to portray those characters but when the Mandalorian came out and I saw Gina Carano as Cara Dune my first thought was oh my god that's me she she's just so strong and physically didn't try to hide it kicked ass took names and just reflected so much of what I wish I could have seen growing up I wish I could have had Cara Dune as my role model growing up and could have been told it's okay to be strong and kick ass but also just so beautiful and confident in who you were I think seeing her portrayed in The Mandalorian has just been absolutely revolutionary, at least for me. And seeing a, and also seeing a character like Din Djarin, who literally wears this armor and hides himself, um, and his, his just way of thinking and the way he sees the world is more of my internal world. I am a very guarded person. I don't really like sharing much about myself, which is why this is so terrifying for me. But I think like his journey, I've been learning how to kind of break down those walls and kind of become more open and more of myself a little bit each and every day. So that whole show just just really just changed a lot for me in terms of how I, I've i viewed myself, my journey, and kind of how I can continue my journey even when the show is over, as sad as that will be. Those lessons are just going to follow me for the rest of my life, and I really hope I can pass them on in a positive manner to, to others as well. So obviously, going off of that, my greatest enthusiastic thing I'm looking forward to this year in the Star Wars universe is the Mandalorian season two. So COVID couldn't even keep the Mandalorian down. So I cannot wait to see where Din's journey goes next with the child and just hopefully we'll get more of um, Cara Dune's story. And um, I would love a novel. So if anybody from Del Rey out there is listening, we need to get on that. That's very important. 
Um, but also in terms of novels, I am looking forward to the first new book in the Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy. Um, Thrawn was one of the first characters I really, really liked uh, when I read the, Air, the original Heir to the Empire trilogy and just all of the new uh, books about him and his appearances in Rebels. It's just kind of brought back a lot of nostalgia for me. So I'm really looking forward to exploring his origins as well and just kind of seeing what other new things Star Wars has in store for us. Thank you all so much for listening. It's been such a wild ride so far in this community, and I can't wait to see where it goes next. Thank you all so much, and may the Force be with you. You've been listening to Lipstick and Lightsabers. This week's story was from Hannah, and you can find her on Twitter at Beskar underscore Kyber 15. If you'd like to be a part of the show, you can send in your Star Wars story to lipsticklightsabers1901 at gmail.com. And if you want to reach out to us, you can find us at lip underscore lightsabers and myself at Alex Leonis. I'll see you guys next time. Bye!